Welcome to Talks on Life. <laughs> you like that? Is that a good title? We are living life. Yes. We're talking Love about, it. Talk Love about life. Uh, my friend, Brian. Work. Brian, thanks for uh, being a guinea pig with me on our Talks on Life. Thanks for inviting me. You look great. Well, thank you. I got my Spanx on today. They're Keep really tightening up nicely. <laughs> uh well my intention uh for meeting with you and recording this blessed union is to see what comes out it's always interesting and occasionally i listen to people like i'll listen to rupert spiro or shoot over, over the years i've just listened to some wonderful conversations it's always been so encouraging and i thought why don't we record some of these and maybe we can be an encouragement to somebody else. And you said, yes. I'd love, to be, I'd love to do that for sure. Yeah. I've always been inspired by your talks and by your uh, programming. So uh, I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah. Well, good. So together we will create some sort of blessed union and we'll have uh, encouragement babies <laughs> that other people can can take into their families. It might be a little bit weird, but you know what I mean. The the twins runs in my family, so uh... <laughs> two encouragement babies. <laughs> All right, so um, tell me what you were just telling me earlier, because that was those were some good. That was a good conversation to have. Um, just you know stuff that's happened the past week. You know, doing some deals and stuff, and kind of usually stress out about stuff. You know, trying to work things through and I'm like you know I always gotta put myself through the ringer to make myself feel like I deserve mm -hmm. what I'm getting and I'm like this time I didn't do that I was like it's happening it's it's already a done deal it's gonna happen and I just didn't allow myself to you know think all that stuff and torture myself like I usually do mm -hmm. <laughs> this is gonna go wrong that's gonna go oh my god it's never gonna go through because this happened you could do and so. it's kind of said yeah, I just said, hey, this is going to work, and I'm going to be able to do everything I need to do. And gosh darn it, it all it happened all in the right time, on the right day, the right hour. And, you know, just everything worked out perfect. Wow. And, uh, and I put myself, I didn't put myself through all the suffering I usually do to make myself feel like I'm worthy of uh, getting the end result. And, it's, uh, it's interesting how that is. There's, it tends to be, uh, we tend to isolate these different categories of uh, happiness and peace and uh, in a different bracket, we'll, we'll say, well, this is, this is my accomplishments in life. And then this other bracket or, or vertical, right? These, these verticals that don't touch each other. And another one can be uh, I, uh, who I am as a person uh my my uh maybe my, and then maybe some other ones maybe even my emotional stability or my emotional maturity and uh, my spiritual like uh, my spiritual levels or my spiritual maturity or uh what i know and all these different things that we think are all separate and um i have been in real estate like like you uh, just on on like the the money side of the whole thing and man i certainly stress about closing deals 
closes deals or not closes deals? Am I making it happen? Or am I not making it happen? So, so you're saying that your, you're saying that your, uh, the process was better because you weren't stressed about it closing or not, or, or what were you saying that you think it did close and worked out well because you thought it was going to work out well? Yeah, I think that was the the part of that was just conscious of not letting myself go through that suffering like I usually do and saying that you know, everything's going to be fine and more or less just starting to reprogram my mind, you know, for that period of time. Mm -hmm. And everything just seemed to fall right into place right at the exact moment it needed to. And boom, everything yeah. closed right when it was supposed to. And then checks got rid of when they were supposed to. Everything, you know, worked out. And um, normally I would just, you know, be, be kind of like, oh, biting my fingernails to the last minute till the mm -hmm. inspection got done or that yeah. happened. Or, um, yeah. And I, I felt like it just flowed a lot more easily. And then, um, just kind of just the stress wasn't there that normally I'd let exist. I've noticed that um, my stress and my anxiety comes with shoot all. I mean, I just see all these areas of life that I thought maybe were different verticals that didn't touch each other, but they all seem to converge. Uh, it is that when I am committed or need to have any outcome, any outcome at all, like I'm attached to this particular outcome, my suffering, my suffering starts immediately, <laughs> like right now. And uh, you can fake yourself out. Like I could, I can fake myself out that uh, it's going to work. You, you know, like I always tell this example because it's my, it's my daily reminder of my spiritual growth that is available for me is take, putting my kids to bed. <laughs> I have two boys, six and eight. And uh, they don't like going to bed. They want to stay up. But bedtime rolls around. It's my job to put them in bed. And so I am committed. I am attached to this outcome of them in their room, lights out. They're in their bed. The door's closed. I hear no noise. <laughs> That's what I want. However, I find myself over and over uh, in this interim world of me trying to push them into this future that doesn't exist of closed door no sound instead i'm in this world of holding on to stairs and yelling and kicking and fighting each other and you know throwing things um, uh, into the air and breaking things and you know needing to to go to the bathroom again and needing a drink of water over and over and and the more i the more i need that outcome instead of where i'm at the more i suffer Interestingly enough, the more I surrender to where I'm at and find joy where I'm at, even though it's not what I would have said I wanted, the more enjoyable it is. And I found it actually gets easier to get there. And so I wonder if there's a, if there is a version of that in in what you're talking about. Because if you didn't close the deal, would it still be as cool with you? You know, it's like, okay, well, you visualized it and it happened. What if you visualized it and it didn't happen? Right. Then at that point, you're like, uh, what's plan B? <laughs> yeah. Do I suffer? What do I, what do I do now? Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, if that were to happen, then I'd have to work something else out. 
Yeah. Um, you have to go to another the next stage with whatever happens with that that deal. But um, you know, I think you know, like you're talking about the kids and stuff like that, like all the variables and stuff you have to have to get them to bed and get them to be quiet and all that stuff. It's just like so many things can go wrong with that. <laughs> so you got to like kind of well, allow for what's wrong things to happen. The only thing that can be wrong about any of it is that it doesn't fit into my agenda. And if I have an agenda, that means I'm not present. I'm trying to get to this future that doesn't ever exist because every time it gets there, it's always just right now. Like, oh, finally the future has happened. Well, no, it's, it's right now. And so my agenda always takes me out of the present and always... Um, it's, that, it's a sacrifice of this wonderful presence that we we can live in which i think is 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 god or love or peace which isn't that what we always want i mean that's what we want that's why we want the real estate deal to close that's why i want the kids to go to bed you know that's why i want a significant other or or the one that i have to act a certain way and that's why i want thicker hair or that's why i want uh you know to see my abs <laughs> or you know that's why i want a million followers so i could be famous or you know whatever this stuff that i make why do i want that stuff i want it to be happy i want it to be i think i'm i think i'm going to be able to be at, i think i'm going to be able to rest i think i can be fulfilled there's nothing more that i could want but my delusion my delusion and maybe yours too, I think it's a human thing, is that this thing that I have an agenda to accomplish, whether it's a business deal or put my kids to bed or any of that other stuff, is going to help me to be happy, to be at peace, to be fulfilled. But it's not true. It's not true. I, it's not true, even though I get swept up in it over and over and over again. Because have you noticed every time you get what you want, there's always something else to get. This is true. Nothing's ever good enough, right? Yeah. Uh, so can we go for what we want? Can you close the deal? Can you be peaceful and still do everything you need to do and even like be pushing hard and be happy and at peace while you do it? Right. And for me, that's the clients. So I'm working them through the process because this is their their home they're going to live in right so um, yeah. i need to close this deal because they need to move from the place they're in to this place and they only have a certain amount of time to do that so i need to make that into a seamless process for them where they don't have any stress yeah so i need yeah. now right you're, now you're giving yourself uh for the experience for, uh, for the other because you love them you know for yeah for love from love yeah i like that that's good that is a that's a really safe model too is just to do everything from like man I just really want to care for other people I want to do my best to care for my client or care for my family members or care for like significant others or care for my neighbors my strange even strangers I want to do my very best to care for them to do what I think I would want someone to do to me and just kind of engage in the world in that way and it's never going to work out you the way you think. At least that's my experience. <laughs> Things never, never work out the way that I think. Uh, that's the one certainty, right? That, yeah. Uh... And so I don't hit the results that I want. But I think 
I think if we go about uh, the with the the path, the path from the heart, even when it doesn't work out right, you're still it's still a good path. It's still a uh, we're still learning, we're still growing, and you can't mess it up too bad, <laughs> right? Intention. I think intentions are. I think as far as God's concerned, at least my my con conception of God is. For us in this reality, intention is the most important thing. The very most important thing. You can be a complete screw up as far as results, but if your intention was to love and to serve and to to grow and to give and expand and be open, um, it has has great gain for our development as our soul's development, if that's a thing. Ultimately, there's only one consciousness, but. In, in the seeming separation of identity, there's some soul development there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to help help people, you know, and, and luckily in, in my profession, you know, that comes with the territory because the people that I work with are usually good friends of mine or people that are friends of friends of mine, and we get to build that relationship. And you know, there's a loving relationship there by the time, you know, we're, we're getting ready to finish these these transactions and these are lifelong relationships that, that I'm building yeah. and people that I'll, you know, continue to see, you know, throughout the years. And like, I consider that an addition to my family, you know, and yeah. people that I care, care about and I care about their well being, And, you know, and I know that um, they know I, that I do because when I sit down with them and I'm completely transparent with them about what's going on and here's what could happen or couldn't happen. I just want them to know up front, you know, what's happening is not to stress them out, but just to keep them aware of what's happening. And I want to be the person that takes on the, the brunt of the stress behind the scenes. And, um, you know, for for that to be a, a service to them and something they value and they know that I'm working hard for them, you know, it makes me feel good about that. I think that uh, taking on the stress for others is 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 always a good indicator of uh, your own development as well. And something that that I I like to to watch as life unfolds in front of me, as the show kind of unfolds, is that when I take something as stress, or when I take something as suffering, the only thing that could actually stress me, it or or make me suffer is my is the mind, the way that I'm defining what it is, because there is stress for the body. There's like physical pain and physical stress. But physical pain and physical stress is actually um, a lot of the time it's a very positive thing. You know, we go to the gym and stress ourselves because we want to be healthy and fit and it works. And if you have no stress, you die, you know, like like a uh, like an arm in a sling will totally atrophy if you just let it sit there without the stress of moving and straining. And a tree, actually, with no stress at all, uh, loses its uh, stability, and it'll fall over with <laughs> with the slightest of of breezes, or even like a big animal. It's like it's totally fall over. And so all these stresses, the physical stresses in life, uh, strengthen us. But but also the psychological stresses, right? Uh, a caring person like you who considers other people, you can see somebody else suffering. You know, like your client freaking out, they're not going to get the house and you could take that on. And so that would be more like a psychological stress. 
and and you could it could be you could take it to the gym just like a physical stress and and for me what i do when i'm when it's a psychological stress is um i'll kind of just talk myself through it and be like um you know, whatever I promised a client, let's say like you, that you're going to do the best you can in the end, I can't promise any, any outcome, uh, you know, cause we're, we're not in control of other parties. We're only control what we can, but you can promise to do your best. You can promise to, uh, you know, educate along the way you can promise to be fair and like how much you're, you're charging. You can promise to, follow up, you know, and do like all the normal business stuff. And then, you know, if you did your best, you can also promise to let yourself off the hook if someone's not happy with you, <laughs> which also happens when you do your best. <laughs> and it's almost for, for me, for me, there's a death to the self. And I think in, in proportion to how you let your separate self die is the proportion to how happy you're going to be. And what do I, what I mean by that is the more you focus on the separate self, uh, the less happy you're going to be. Like is the more, the more I try to get what Javon needs and I want to take as much as I can from others because Javon is obviously separate. There's only one Javon. And uh, only one Javon Pera, this one. And for me to get what I want, I got to take the the finite resources out there. You know, I got to close a deal. And if I get it, someone else doesn't get the deal. And I want to buy that house. If I get that house, no one else gets that other house. And it's like, it's like the world of form. It's finite. It's scarce. It's a zero-sum game. Meaning if I get it, you lose it. Like that kind of game. And that's the game of the separate character separation character the, the pers personality but there's also there's also a part of me that is not isolated in in form or at least in a personality and it's not a zero-sum game and that that's the part that the only part actually that could ever be happy the personality can never be happy because it has to stay separate separate self is inherently suffering because that is suffering, is being separate. It's always trying to stay separate. But the the uh, the self that is connected to everything, there's nothing to try to take because it already has everything. So, for example, the things I can give to you away and still keep, that's the only thing that's real. So if I give an open heart and love to you, for example, I don't lose love. I gain it. It's it's a big open heart. I'm very kind to people. I give when I can. Someone's all on the side of the road and I stop and say, hey, you need some help. You know, it's just like they might say, no, 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 go ahead. But it's like you feel it like you gave them a gift and I still have it. And in fact, it, it increases in measure the more I give those kind of things. But that's the thing that we think we want to get when we try to win the zero sum game of I want to get the money, I want to get the deal, I want to get the house, I want to get the girl, or the guy. I want to get, you know, I want to get that finite object and I think I'm going to be happy or peaceful. But it actually makes us, gets us further away. So how do we play 
the abundant game uh, and get what we really want, which is peace and happiness, while in the world of seemingly the zero-sum games, you know, your, your list of house for sale, there's only one realtor probably going to get that that listing agent side uh, commission. <laughs> Can you be happy while playing a, this this separation game, which is what we're doing? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, you can look at it that way. And then what am I doing with that that money? Am I putting that towards furthering the efforts of you know, my contributions to other organizations and helping other people with yeah. their lives. Sure. There's a lady I see almost every day when I drive home, um, you know, from the office and she sits on the side of the road and I learn her little box and smiles at everybody and waves. Yeah. And, nice. and well, you know, when I get that check, I need to stop by and, you know, drop her a little envelope with, uh, with some, you know, something to get her by. She's like, you know, going to beach waiver. Remember you know, that? Hey, yeah, I mean, she just sits there and smiles and makes you feel feel good when I drive by. And she, she acts like she knows who I am, whether she does or not. I mean, by the car I drive, she probably does know who I am. I don't drive the most uh, up-to-date car. But, um, you know, she just sits there and I, I get that great feeling. So I want to give back to her. You know what I mean? I want to give something back to her, whether it's a gift card for something or something that hopefully helps her in her day for a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Um, so what am I doing with that money that I'm getting as, you know, a reward for what I do as a, for a living, you know, so I'm, you know, making a living doing what I enjoy doing and, um, and to give, be able to give back to other people along the way. I think that's my kind of like, you're talking about the zero sum game. That's kind of my way to kind of make that a little bit, a little bit more of a, um, an outward contribution and, you know, give these guys that are giving me something, give them something back. Yeah, well, that's that's a wonderful thing. I I really think I really think um, what is it called? There's a there's a word for it. The law of shoot something like the way of the heart. There's the way of the mind. Um, the way of oh, uh, the way of truth and of the way of devotion. And the way of devotion is much easier. Because devotion is, I'm just thankful. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to give because I've been given so much. I'm going to love because I've been loved so much. I'm just going to do my best everything I can. And I'm going to do my job and do other things I want to do. But I'm always going to do it the best of my ability, as if, as if everything was for God. And uh, in a very real way, it is um, the the way of wisdom. I think is the other way. I think it's it's more of a um, bypasses, I guess, a lot of this human stuff, personality stuff. But it's really it. In my experience, it's not as pleasurable because just it feels good to to like do loving stuff. It's like that end result that I really wanted from getting rich. I can have it right now. I can feel good and be happy. I can do that right now and be broke. <laughs> and we've all heard yeah. stories of miserable rich people. So it's, it's not inevitable that we're going to be happy 
you know, it's like that Jim Carrey quote, I hope everyone can be rich and famous so that I realize it doesn't make you happy. And um, it's true. It doesn't make you happy. But I mean, you could certainly be a happy rich guy or rich girl, you know. I'm not opposed to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's measured different ways, right? I mean, yeah, for me, I think, uh, yeah, for me, it was measured in my relationships and the people I have, you know, that I can rely on for support and for encouragement, things like that. I'm like a, a billionaire that way. Um, uh, and, and my bank account, even I've had a billion dollars in my bank account, I couldn't get, you know, this kind of feeling from that that doesn't provide with the relationships and with the just the daily interactions i have with the people that are around me um i feel you know that's my blessing in life is to have that and to be able to give that back to them yeah. you know and that's a wonderful thing so what, do, what would you say how would you uh sum this up uh so we, what, what we can practice today um i mean it's don't try don't try so hard <laughs> don't, because <laughs> you know the, the the road less traveled you know it's kind of sometimes less traveled for a reason <laughs> sometimes you just got to go down that easy alley and take the shortcut and um you know surrenders the things around you um that's good but, <laughs> like you know that. what i mean don't try so hard i'm going to take that in that's good advice for me <laughs> um yeah because a lot of times you know we're we're put so much pressure on things and you put so much emphasis at it kind of it squeezes the life out of it right and if you just sure. let it happen it's going to happen anyway a lot of the times it's out of your control a lot of this stuff <clears throat> it's all out of your control every time yeah. actually the personality um, is the one that wants control but the personality has zero say in what's really happening in reality and so it's so true to say it's out of your control what'd you say what was your advice i forgot it already don't try don't so try hard. so hard here we go <laughs> Don't think so much about it. Surrender. So good. Yeah, it's like the song that's the um, cheap trick song, Surrender. Yeah. <laughs> surrender, surrender. Uh, all right, that's good stuff, man. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice that today, and uh, let's do some more of these. That was cool. Yeah, okay. man. Just getting started, so it's kind of inspiring. So thank you for including me. Yeah. <laughs>